Hello and welcome to Apom Plays, the All Ports Open Network's premium Patreon-first actual play podcast. This is episode 19 and the fifth and final episode of our Tales from the Loop adventure. I'm your host, Joshua Wise, and joining me on this adventure are Chris Tasheda and Chris Zumsky. And we are playing in an adventure from the dark mind of Blaine Martin, who comes to us from the You Are Not Alone podcast. If you're listening to this early on Patreon, we want to say thanks for your support. And if not, please consider heading over to patreon.com slash allportsopen to back us for as little as a buck a month. You can get Apom Plays episodes six weeks before they become available to everybody else. As well, the character creation episode will be up for this in the next few days. And then next week, we are starting our Dungeons and Dragons adventure with Shannon Spangler, Megan Martin, and Ben Wallace that I am going to be game mastering. Also, at allportsopen.com, you can find other podcasts like No Avatars Allowed, Weeping Cedars, How to Make a Perfect White Russian, Pot of Love, and other shows. So, with all that said, and without further ado, here's the last episode of Tales from the Loop. So... You entered into the Sparks household, and you found Doug, the younger brother of Nicholas, in a strange pod being fed with a strange black liquid, and you opened the pod and removed the IV and found a very strong child (laughs) uh, who was very angry at you, and you managed to escape. And you ran off to your RV and began to make plans to visit the facility because you found that many of the children were leaving their homes and heading to the facility. So what are y'all going to do? I am going to take the three items that I have stored for exactly this purpose. Uh, none of them are useful. Um, no mini nukes. <clears throat> no mini nukes. I have a, um, uh, I have a bow, but no arrows. A plastic serrated knife in a in a holster, and then a red bandana that I will then tie around my forehead, ready to go. Oh, it is like the saddest Rambo sequence ever. <laughs> I was thinking more, um, what was that 80s movie? Red Dawn? Uh-huh, about the group uh-huh. of high school students Fighting fights back. off a yes. Soviet invasion. Yep. Yep. <laughs> As we do. Yes. Yep. That's the thing. Or the Chris Hemsworth remake of yeah, that. I didn't watch we that. don't speak Neither did I. <laughs> um, the while, first one with the sways was good. <laughs> while Cochran uh, puts on his bandana, <laughs> what are the rest of y'all doing? I mean, part of me wants to be wants to say that I have some 45 ammunition lying around so I can actually load the 1911 I have, but that's probably not the case. Mm. <laughs> if you think you legitimately have it, I'll let you have it. I just don't know where I would have gotten it. Right. Do we know someone who might have it that we might stop by? I mean, Wayne's dad probably oh, almost about definitely. Say, almost certainly does. You know the, the coach, farm. The coach probably does. It's his gun. Right. The the farm where I have also we have a double barrel. Um mostly with bird shop, but we do have a couple uh buck buck and you know what we did just get a new box of slug just for target shooting. Mm. 
exploding bottle. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what else are you going to do on the farm besides chorin' and shooting? Blowing up milk bottles. Surprised we're not blowing up milk bottles right now. <laughs> well, we usually save that for Sundays and skip church and come shooting the, mu- the milk bottles, but I guess we can do it early this time. Um, we can run run to my house, pick up the aforementioned forty fives and the shotgun, because those things are strong and scary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything so, else you want to do at the RV? We are. We have patched no, up. No, I think we're we're good to I'm go. Gonna, I'm going to grab my emergency backup pack of smokes that I keep at the RV. Sure. Checks out. I'm going to consult the farmer's almanac and see what time sunset is today. Because <laughs> we're going to sneak into this facility around sun... Sun, Darkish. Like, twilight. Darkish, yeah. Zero dark, dark. evening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fall, so it'll probably like. Yeah. It's like. Start five. to get dark around. Well, we've had daylight savings time, so it's probably like 4.37 now. Okay. Yep. Sure. 4.37. There we go. There it is. Did it. All right. <laughs> so you head to the farm, you get the gun, you get the ammunition. I can erase the empty on my dirt machine. And now what? Well, it's weird because we have the 45 for the 1911 you have. <laughs> that also implies that there is also a handgun at my house. I'm, I'm going to guess your dad probably has that on him. Yeah, you're right. He probably does carry that, but he does have the shotgun in the shed. Well, yeah. So I'm going to borrow that. <laughs> yeah. What? So. Set the scene for me here. Like, as teenagers in this town, mm-hmm. what do we know about the facility? I'm assuming Cochran's probably read more online than the the two of us know. Sure. But, like, I know, we, but I'm sure he also talks about it incessantly. Yeah. So I mean, we talked a little bit about this in the sure. first the first episode. Um, I think what we established is that. Um, Brad and Wayne don't really know much more than the fact that the facility exists. Um, it is, you've never been on the grounds proper. There is a fence that cuts off entry a ways away from the facility. So, like, you have no idea. I I feel like that's false, at least for Brad, because I feel like if there's an area that's fenced in, his instinct is going to get in to get in there and poke around as any troublemaker would. Mm. I feel like, I feel like he's probably gotten removed from the premises by guards before. Okay. At least if I knew there was some sort of high like as a child and I was a troublemaker kid, if I knew there was some sort of high science facility in my town and it was surrounded by a fence, the first thing I did on like late on a week weekend night would probably be to get stoned and cut that fence and go in and poke around. Like <laughs> how, so I guess the question is how quickly did they stop him? I this is a very high level facility. So I still don't I you might have gotten onto the property. I don't think you got anywhere close to like, Oh, I probably didn't see like any buildings or anything, but like yeah, I, I mean, I've definitely gotten, definitely been in there and gotten the, like the lay of what the property looks like anyway. I mean it's a fenced in area that starts near starts well in the woods. So you've probably gotten to just past the woods which opens up to plains. Uh, and then beyond that, you probably saw some buildings in the distance and then were immediately picked up and removed from the facility. That's fine. But I got something. 
Damn it, I got sumped. You can tell us there's woods, and then there's not woods, and then there's buildings. <laughs> they got buildings. So this is unquestionably the Hawkins facility. So, well, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, one of the things that I grab from the barn uh, at Wayne's is a pair of bolt cutters. Okay. Mm. Solid choice. Mm-hmm. So we got shotgun, we got bolt cutters. Got um, a bandana. Bandana. Because I don't feel like going back to my house to get my bolt cutters that I used to break into shit. I I have I'm our I'm the spirit I'm the I'm the mascot. I, also, I have this Commodore 256 that I will use again. to <laughs> hack into their computer system. Why did you even ask that question? I want to grab a toolbox. It has 12 megabytes nah, of RAM. Nah, dude. You just strap on a tool belt. Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> with with shoulder straps. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, with like the suspenders and just <laughs> absolutely ready to tinker. <laughs> this is my this is my robot fixing tool belt. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. Which will have whatever I need it to have at a given moment. Cool. Are we uh, are we ready to go to the facility then? Oh, and then we'll pull out some flashlights. Just yes, that sounds great. Uh, are you ready to go to the facility? Are we ready to go to the facility? I believe I am. Rogue Squadron, ready. Oh, fuck balls. Yep. Uh, all right, I'll I can show you where I broke in the last time. All right then. I guess we'll hop in the truck. We'll get to the part of the woods where you broke in. And... Well, it's actually yeah. We'll just go back to the RV because it's actually not that far from the RV. Oh, there you go. Because I just decided that the RV is on the wood in the woods on that side of town. I only kind of right. just established that it was on the opposite oh, you're right. side. You're oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Then we go. We don't go to the RV. We go to the facility outlying fence area. We go. We'll go to the closest place we can park to the woods that, mm. to get to the fence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you park the truck. You enter into the woods and begin to approach the fence. One of the things I did grab from the RV was one of my emergency stashes of really stale skunked beer but okay i needed a beer <laughs> everyone you, you got a bottle of gin everyone give me a sometimes you just need a beer not that beer i'm gonna call it a comprehend check oh that's not good okay no yeah i i, I failed that one hard two successes okay no fails no successes three the three of you are moving through the woods towards the fence and Cochran stops Brad, hands out, <laughs> and, uh, and Wayne in their tracks, because there's a sound up ahead. <laughs> and as you're kind of standing there in the woods, you see Doug moving through the woods like he's making a perimeter around the fence. Okay, let's sneak. Perhaps I'm going to let them sneak? And <laughs> well, we should wait here and let him get pass. Get, yeah. Let him pass, and then sneak to the fence. All right, you give him a couple minutes. Give me a uh, sneak check, everyone. Um, I'm going to call this like a group check, so we're going to see how many successes as a group you have. None, but no failures either. Two successes. Hold on, i got to roll one more. I think I cover me and Cochran. <laughs> Two successes. All right. Yeah, between uh, with four successes between the three of you, you can kind of stealth your way up to the fence. You find the area where previously Brad had broken in and has been repaired. Mm. Is it electrified? Boogie, oogie, woogie. I think it might not have been in the past, but since someone has broken in, 
potentially multiple times by just cutting this why, why, why do you ask these questions he wouldn't have uh, thought of that on his own <laughs> it has now been electrified do we know that oh <laughs> i will let you have that one okay that's a gimme great uh, all right well to defeat an electrical fence the way they work because I know this and as a troublemaker and learned it as a troublemaker child. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, there's two wires going through the fence. So you just have to cut one of those wires before you start cutting the fence. So I'm going to do that. All right. Okay. You cut the fence after cutting the wire and are now able to move through the fence. Should you so choose. That is why we're here. Yep. I think we probably are going to move through the fence. All right. So you push through the fence. You move um, further through the woods, and you come to the edge of the woods and stop to figure out what your next step is. So now there is probably a solid quarter mile of open, open field between you and the main base. Mm-hmm. Brad, you know that they picked you up very quickly uh, after leaving the forest. Yeah, but with everything that's been going on tonight, I'm going to guess that the guards of the facility are probably busy. So we have a better chance. Should we just... I mean, can... I, it, again, that's Brad's best guess. Should we soldier <laughs> crawl our way across? That's an option. Yeah, Cochran just... How down and tall is the doing it. How tall is the grass between? It is. I mean, it's not like it's not tall grass. Um, if you soldier crawl, you will be somewhat exposed. But it's like it looks like they probably mow it a couple times a year. Okay. It's not like a regular like weekly mowing, so it's not. It's well, not, it's not it's not yard height. Yeah, but it's not like waist height or anything. <laughs> you know, African plains land. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna wait at the edge of the woods for, let's call it 20 minutes, and um, wait to see if any patrols go by. Alright. You wait for about 15 minutes, um, and you do then see, uh, like, army jeep drive by maybe like of uh, like a hundred yards out from the the woods making a okay so they're doing the patrols at least every 15 minutes um assuming one went by right before we got here that gives us now 15 minutes to cross a quarter mile we should silently. be able to do that well to do it silently um trying to think about like how much noise do you make when jogging because a quarter mile at a walk, about, right, is about, like, just less five minutes. Well, at a walk, yeah. yeah. At a walk, it would be about, yeah, five minutes. Um, so if we jogged a quarter mile, we're like, it's a two-minute type thing. So how much noise do you make when you're in the dark, silently running? Well, one of us has a toolbox strapped to him. That's true. No, have tools, <laughs> plural. Yes, but and I can make, I can roll a, a sneak, and we'll see how loud those are. <laughs> right, um, I could have applied liberal amounts of electrical tape. 
wherever the metal contacted metal to soften and eliminate sand. Yeah, I'm going to guess you probably did Could have. He could have. I'm guessing you That's probably... A... Uh, listen, I did learn that in the military. Yes, that is a technique. <laughs> I mean, it is. You learned that in the military. Also, you did not Wait. say you're doing it. And that's a, that is one of those things that's a bit of a stretch uh, as far as retconning goes. Yeah. You learned that in the military. That's not going to occur to your it's average 13-year-old. 13 13 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just sitting wrapping duct tape around myself. <laughs> Everything in place. Um, all right. Well, then we should start crossing. Yes. Oh, um, I have been. <laughs> Just at something faster we, than a soldier crawl. Again, as as he starts crawling, I wait for the, the truck to go by, mm -hmm. and then as soon as it's out of sight, I start jogging and, like, just, again, grab him by the back of the shirt yep. and, like, pick him up. Hoist and, up, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give me uh, stealth checks, or sneak checks, everyone. Um, can I make, for, for, coming up with, for coming up with the plan, and, like, waiting and seeing the patrol go by, can I make a leadership roll to try to help out Josh? Uh... Actually, I'll say I'll give you all an extra die. Great. Yep. Nope. <laughs> but again, this <laughs> no is going to be so. a group roll. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm going to... I got three successes. Is that going to cover gonna, us? No. I'm going to use a luck point on... My okay. last luck point on that, because that was eight dice without a six. Oh. There we go. I got a success. Okay. Uh, yeah, so four successes between the three of you, like I said last time. Um, I will give you, because you planned this out, um, I will give you the push on that. Um, so you are able to get through the field before another patrol rolls by. And you get up to a group of two buildings. Um, there's one very large building and one um, smaller building that looks like it's probably a security station. If we get in the security station, Cochran might be able to hack the cameras. Yep, definitely but can. But there's probably an armed military guard in there. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Should we... Uh, okay, so looking at the building, are there any inputs from the outside? Like, are there any... Uh, hookups from the outside, uh, like cable wise. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's probably all run underground. Okay. Um, specifically because it would be pretty easy to potentially cut a wire if someone were sneaking onto the base. Okay, sure. Um, could we could we create enough of a distraction that he'll come out and then one of us can hit him over the back of the head with a baseball bat? I mean, it depends if he's a normal person. Yeah, like I, I mean, like I, I get we need to get in the facility and find out what's going on. I don't know if potentially crippling a dude to do <laughs> that is the right way to go. <laughs> what kind of troublemaker are you? <laughs> is there a what one who stayed out of jail? <laughs> mm. <laughs> how about how about mm. ventilation access? It's an 80s movie. There's always ventilation. Access. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the question it's is whether or not cliches. all of us can fit in or just me. Um, it's, it's an eight, we're in an 80s sci-fi action movie. The vents, are you, could, the vents you, can, you can drive a truck through the vents. That's how these walk, work. Walk yeah, fair enough. 
There aren't any vent <laughs> vent access points on like the walls, but you don't know about on the roof of the building. We can go around the perimeter, see if we can find an access ladder going up. Yeah, see if we can get a find a way to the roof. Okay. Or some conveniently stacked crates. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We'll call it conveniently stacked crates. Huzzah. Cool. Got to play into some 80s tropes here. Yeah. Um, so you make it up to the, to the roof of the building, and there is uh, ventilation access. Well, let me p- break up my screwdriver. You, uh, you oh, always... it's Torx, and you only brought a flathead into Phillips head. What do you even do? Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, then I'll use my pry bar and rip the bitch off. That wouldn't alert anyone to your presence at all. Quietly. <laughs> i wrap a rag around it. Um, we should check it for some sort Traps. of sensor. We also play D&D as a group in our spare time. <laughs> Check uh, for traps. Give me an investigate. So does someone want to check it for sensors? That's not me. Uh, I, I can do that. I have a five. Please. Um, One success. All right. You, fi- you do find a sensor and you're able to kind of just like easily cut pop off. Yeah, okay. pop it off. Um, and you open up the access to the ventilation system. Great. Um, who should go first? Speaking of times to hum the Mission Impossible theme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Can we just I put that as yeah. audio? I, I'll go down first. <laughs> okay. Is that in the public domain? I, I don't think so, but I'm, I'm sure that the, uh, the music <laughs> thing that we subscribe to may have something analogous <laughs> something to it. Yeah. Mission Impossible adjacent. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's just called the Mission Improbable theme. <laughs> So uh, Wayne Wayne jumps down into the vents first. Who's going second? I'll toss Cochran in. Yep. Yeah. Cochran, you go second, and then Brad, you're going third. Yep. You crawl in. You kind of shimmy your way through the vents. Um, it looks like there aren't. There's only a couple of rooms in this building. Um, there is like a break room. There is a supply closet, and there is kind of the main security room where there are uh, two armed guards looking at the security cameras. Now, do they look messed up? Black, black-eyed? black Nope. So they're normal? They are just, they're normal, normal dudes watching security. Do, can we see from here anything on the security, like, feeds that would be indicate that there are a lot of monster children heading this way so you are watching the cameras and they kind of scan through and a couple of the a couple of the monitors uh like flip through different cameras and you see a room that you assume is probably in the main facility building that is uh presently inhabited by a few scientists a few armed guards, and we'll say 16 children, including Victoria. Okay. And it looks like the scientists are kind of conducting tests while the children just kind of stand there at attention, staring ahead as the scientists perform these tests. Okay. And do we have some sense of where that is in comparison to where we are? You think that it's in the main building? 
Okay. But you're not sure where in the main building. Okay. In my quietest. We are currently in the main building. Or no, you're so in like a this is the secu- there. So there's one large main building. Yeah. And then this smaller building that looked like a security outpost. And you are in the air ducts of the security, security. outpost. So if we want to get down there without getting noticed, we obviously need to turn off the power to security building. Otherwise, they'll see us coming on the cameras like we're seeing everybody else. So turn off the power. Wreck it sufficient that it'll take some time to get back up and running. And then we break into main building and see if there's something else where we can... I thought we were in the main building. No, we were in the security. He just explained that. (laughs) I asked that question. Chris was like, wait, aren't we in the main building? And he was like, nope. That's... (laughs) Wait, are you fucking with us? <laughs> <laughs> right, so cut the power here, or cut at least the, the cable or the to, cam- the, or to cut the, the cameras. cameras yeah, right. Um, Blaine, can I see at all where uh, I might have to cut uh, cable or anything like that uh, to kill the camera system? Conveniently running through the vent we're in? No, not to you, Josh, <laughs> specifically to Chris. Okay. No. <laughs> um, you. Power of imagination. The um, of the mind. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me another investigate check or okay. comprehend. Sure. Whichever I, is I better for you. Comprehend. One. All right. Success. One, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> just one. Just a one. Just no, a one, one success. So you kind of start looking around. You look at the computer and you kind of like in your mind trace what you think the most like. Again, these wires are probably run underground, um, but you kind of like trace it in your mind where you think the wires might be. Mm-hmm. And you see in the kind of like the supply room looks like it has. um like military supplies, cleaning supplies, a bunch of other stuff, you see an access panel in the floor mm-hmm. that you think might have the wires that you need to cut. Okay, so here's my thought. If there's a bunch of wires down there and there's cleaning supplies in there, could Cochrane put together some sort of corrosive... Bomb? Not necessarily a bomb but at least some mixture that is going to eat through all the wires because that would please him more than just going through and cutting them all yeah i think you would probably be able to try that that would be a tinker i think just because there isn't really what's your, what's any... your tinker there bud i got a five what's i got your a tinker? seven well i think you should tinker um tinker <laughs> seems to be of all of those skills the one that makes uh-huh. the most sense to me so i i mean i guess or do we get to the supply closet easily yeah, you can get to through the air okay. vents. One success. <laughs> All right. Rolling a lot of fours and twos. Yeah. How are you getting... So you're going to be able to create that. How are you getting to the supplies? With our hands. <laughs> I mean, you're in the air duct above the room. Oh, well. oh okay. So... I, dun, 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 <laughs> I use my convenient how screwdriver. High, yeah. yeah, how high is the... It's not. It's a single story building, so okay. I mean, even it's probably like slightly taller than your average 
like single floor of a building, but it's still probably only like maybe eight feet down. You know, I mean, I probably okay. just grab him by the hand, yeah. grab his hands, and I lower just, him down. Yeah, mm-hmm. pop the vent out, pull it in. He lowers me down. I drop Cochran points. It like gets the gist of what his plan is, and I do the removing of the panel, get the bleach, mix it with the other thing, make sure I don't <laughs> accidentally make chlorine gas uh-huh. like that one time I did. <laughs> all right. And then are you going to, like, go all the way into the room to get to, to, like, pull the panel up and pour the solution on, or are you just going to pour it on what the and metal? let it eat through the floor? Oh, no, no. I'm going to check for traps first. <laughs> <laughs> Why does every single panel have a, an alarm on it? And this is not like a real government building. Like, I mean, the, made by the cheapest. I feel like I feel like the the man I'm size. I'm trying to figure out like there are two armed guards in the other room, so I'm trying right. to figure out if you're doing things that are going to make enough noise. Right. This isn't necessarily a trap on the floor panel. This is a, <laughs> there are two security guards. Well, I'm assuming this has got some nice, well-oiled hinges, and I just kind of lift it up, and I. What kind of government building do you think this is? Well-oiled hinges? The kind that apparently put alarms Dude, he's on wearing vents. he is wearing his robot repair tool belt. He's got some lubricating oil, penetrating yes. oil. It's he's got some WD-40, WD-40, just sprays it on the hinges. Mm-hmm. If I, at the very least, I have WD-40 and duct tape, so that's like the, 90% the engi- of your problems the, engi- the, engi- the engineering flowchart? Mm-hmm. All right. So I WD the hinges and I pull it up. Give me a stealth check. Sorry, sneak. Yes. Okay, one success. All right. You're able to get up, get the panel open without. <laughs> the more dice I roll, the Uh-huh. Oh, God, this is scary. Um, you pour the solution into the, to, into the like wire console beneath, and then you get back up in to the air vents. Uh, and you hear sizzling as the solution begins to eat away at the wires. What are you guys doing now? Like, are you heading right out, or I, I would... say we go back? We, I say we go back to the point where we can see the, the monitors, videos, and we yeah. actually wait for the, our handiwork to take effect. Seems like a good idea. All right, so you um, crawl back over, and you're kind of watching. Uh, we also, before we crawl back, we make it a point to close the vent in the supply closet. Yep. All right. Yep. You close the vent, you crawl back over, um, a couple, like, maybe a minute or two passes, and then all of a sudden, all of the monitors go dark. Excellent. Um, How do the guards react to that? They start, um, like, first they kind of just check to make sure that there's power going to the monitors. Um, Plug it back in. And then one of them is going to, like, grab their walkie-talkie and call for backup. Now, do they leave the room? I don't think so yet. I think they're staying in there. Okay. Um, They call for, like, someone on the tech team um, to come look at the monitors. Hmm. Um, They call for an extra, uh, like, a security detail to come. All right, well, I say we sneak out of this building and then... Sneak over to Maine now. Yep. All right. You guys run over and, like, you've caused enough commotion that um, you can get from the security building to the main building uh, without having to roll a sneak check. How are you going to try to get into the main building? There is, uh, as you're approaching it kind of head on, yeah. there's, like, one set of, um, 
kind of like large hangar doors that look like they probably have um, some kind of doors. console that opens it up and well, do they have like little personal entry doors? Because hangers do actually have. Them. Yeah, I think maybe there's one. Like part of it is that they want this to like not have a bunch of doors. So there's probably one that's kind of like cut into the hanger, the actual hanger door. Yeah. Um. Is that guarded? Yeah, there are uh, two guards, one on either side of the... Conveniently stacked boxes leading to the roof? <laughs> no, no, this, one, this the, time. This one has a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I'll break up my grappling hook. What was in there? What, was, what, did you, what all did you grab from your Romero kit before we left the... <laughs> a bow. Can of baked beans. Uh, uh, well, I mean, y- you convinced me that it was good to have a fallback. So a bow, a bandana, and a plastic knife. Mm. None of that is nothing. Just, nothing needed. <laughs> I was hoping maybe there were like some fireworks in there. Um, no, because I was convinced that the Romero uh, kit would be better served as a fallback point. <laughs> you could just start a fire. Somewhere. I was about to say this could be Molotov cocktail time, <laughs> or just grass fire. Oh, we have all the makings of a model top cocktail. Yeah, but do we want to wait? All right, yeah, sure. We'll just use We have two bottles of liquor. Yeah. Gin sucks. Uh, Cockring, I need your bandana. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't wait. He just takes it off his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No, you don't, you don't get to decide what my character does. He wa- he no, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, I don't wait. I take it off. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, if Cocker wants to let you do that. I'm not going to fight him over it. Okay. It's like, huh? This, uh, this oh. does not help our relationship, though, from the earlier decision. <laughs> hey, that's my... <sighs> All right, let's... What, what, uh, so I have a bottle of gin. What do you have a bottle of? Uh, oh, old granddad whiskey. We'll use the gin. Uh, <laughs> we might need the old granddad <laughs> later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither are a great option, but... No. Le- the lesser of two evils. Yeah, but it's which one, which one might we want to actually drink? <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to stuff the bandana down the neck of my bottle of gin. And then I'm going to use my lighter and smokes to light that and toss it to the others. Try to, I'm going to try to toss it to the other side of the security shack from where we are. Mm. All right, give me... I'm trying to think of what this would be. That'd be a force, right? Cause I mean, throwing... either, either, way, yeah. either way, I get a plus three to it because I'm using two of my items. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, now, if you need to make a Molotov cocktail roll, tinker maybe? Well, I mean, at that point, I would probably have you yeah, I mean, a Molotov, Molotov cocktail is simple enough. Right. I'm just trying to think if this makes more sense as a force or a sneak. Because you're like mm. the force of throwing it, but you're using it as a distraction. Mm. I mean, you can choose. I mean, they're they're both pretty good skills of mine. So like, it doesn't. I'll let you use whichever is better. I'll use force then. So, can you use more than one item on a roll? I don't think so. I think okay. You so I'll use my one. lighter and smoke because that's my like. Uh, yeah, so that'll give you two dice. So that's gonna be all of these. <laughs> That is one success. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of threes and fours. Yeah. So, with one success, you throw it, and it's going to distract the guards. 
but you don't get it to the other side of the security building. It lands right on the roof of the security building, mm. and the building begins to catch fire. I mean, not great, but probably a better distraction. Yeah, yeah, longer term. <laughs> um, at which point <laughs> you see the two guards at the front gate, or the front entrance, run over. Uh, and they're on their walkie-talkies like, fire in the security shed, fire in the security shed. We need to get in, in and then out of sight quick. Now, what would you call a lockpick check? Tinker. Okay, then. I'm going to just erase this bottle of gin. Is the door unlocked? (laughs) Yeah, sure. They just leave the door to this. I mean, actually, they might. Like, because the the argument there is, what's what's better, a lock or two armed guards? Both. (laughs) Uh, The door is locked. I'll tinker. Try to pick it with my multi-tool. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Two successes. <laughs> nice. All right. You're able to... Are you, You're trying to do the, like, personal entry door, not the... Yeah, not little, the, the little... Lift. Not the wah-wah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> door starts. Wah-wah-wah. That I've wah, somehow wah. opened yep. with a multi-tool, and I'm just looking up <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it's just Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? Yep, that makes that makes total sense. <laughs> All right, so you get the door open, um, and it leads into a, like an entry bay. So it's a little bit wider than the like full length of the uh, the huge door, and it goes back maybe like fifteen or twenty feet, and then there is um like a desk that is presently unmanned because it's late enough, and then beyond that there is a door. That looks like you need some kind of key fob to open. I'm going to look at that door and see if I can hack it. Sure. Give me a uh, program roll. While he's doing that, I'll look through the desk, see if there's anything useful. And I'm going to keep a lookout. I roll for looking in the desk. Uh, one success. Investigate. All right. I'll say that since this is the first door, one success is good enough okay. to, to hack the, uh, the key fob. Um, it would be an investigate to check out the desk. I use its UBS port since it's 1987. There's a computer that's currently not on. There's some drawers that don't look like they have anything of terror of interest. I steal a stapler. <laughs> you steal that stapler. Have you seen my red stapler? <laughs> you steal yes, it it's good. It's in my back pocket. As um, one of those belongs on as you look, are I, one. I don't care what you do with the red stapler. I've already burned the building down. <laughs> as you as you pocket the stapler. Alarms. You hear a click as Cochrane is able to hack the fob scanner, and uh, you have access to whatever is beyond. All right, let's okay. do some sneak and peeks. You open it up, and you sneak past the door. You close it. You hear a click as the lock reactivates, and you see in front of you just a long, white hallway that goes on for probably a few hundred feet. Um, there are doors on both the left and the right. None of them have windows. They all have fobs that you have to scan to enter. Do we see any cameras? You do see uh, kind of dotted along the hall every like maybe 50 feet on one side or the other. So like 50 feet, one on the left, 50 feet, one on the right, 50 feet, one on the left, 50 feet, one on the right. Gotcha. <laughs> As we run by, I'm putting duct tape over the lenses of each one. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was either that or spray with WD forty to obscure right. the picture. Yeah. Um. Well, it's a, actually Spike. You were wrong. You were missing one item 
that a 1980s hoodlum would have spray paint spray paint yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just had the same thought yeah. <laughs> i know i was gonna say that but i was like i have the duct, duct tape will work just yeah. fine <laughs> all right where are you heading ah i guess down the hall <laughs> Good question. Home? <laughs> As you head down the hall, you see maybe about 300 feet down from, like, the door you entered. Through. Uh-huh. Uh, it ends in a T intersection and it goes left and right. You said there was a bunch of doors. Yes. Do, do we see right. anything? Do they have and windows? No windows. No, no, no windows. windows. Do All of them have key fobs. Do they have, like, like you know, research room one? or? Yeah, they have designators. Um... Black-eyed children room. <laughs> uh, there's like there's something like R one, R two, R three, uh, and then it moves to like S one, S two, S three, S four. And as you move down the hall, it transitions through letters. Uh, next, you find D. Um, D has six rooms. Okay, then we have no idea what those things mean. So. Maybe, okay, so maybe at, like, an R, I try to open the door and peek in and, like, at a D, like, just see if there's, like, something common. Yeah, so something that different. Like right. We, get to- we, should have, we should have hacked the computer in that opening room to try to get some sort of idea of where we were going. Mm, we definitely should have done that. Yep, or <laughs> one of these rooms has a computer, hack that computer. Right. Um, all right, well, I'm going to try a hack. All right. Uh, so this is one of the R's? Yeah, R1. R2, actually. I, I think R2 <laughs> makes, makes him feel lucky. R2 or C3. Right? Yes. Nope. No successes. So uh, you could push, push it, or yeah. you could spend I'm luck. I'm gonna use a luck. Gotta be kidding me. One success. This is just to get into the room, not to hack a computer yet. He still has to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say this is that that's good enough for this. Um okay. so you hack that key fob, you open up the door and you see um it looks like a science lab, like there are a couple islands dotted around the room that have beakers and uh various things like that. Um there are no like chemical compounds or anything uh, currently. Okay. Uh but like the equipment to um do scientific research. Okay, is, are there any computers? There is a computer on a desk. Okay, I'm going to try to plug in and hack that. All right, give me a roll. Better roll. Let's go. While he's doing that, I'm just going to look around the room for anything useful, like a key card. One success. That's two successes. <laughs> <laughs> on a roll of three dice. They got one success on a roll of eight dice. Mm. Does Chris find a key card? I mean, sorry, Wayne find a key card? You don't find a key card. Damn it. Um, but I'm going to say, like, with your two successes and Josh's one success, you're able to find something that, like, helps figure out the password. Okay. Uh, for this computer, because I was going to say that this computer they left it. A, they left it on a post-it. A, note. I was going to say, I found a sticky note. Uh, like, slightly more difficult underneath hack the table. I'm like, um, so you're able to hack into it. Um, it's one, two, three, four, exclamation point, mm-hmm. and sign, pound sign, <laughs> dollar sign. So uh, you're able to find enough information, at least about the rooms in this hallway. Um, to figure out that uh, the R designation are uh, research rooms where they're doing specifically kind of scientific research. 
Uh, the D rooms are development rooms where they're actually like working on specific things uh, based on the research that they do. And that the S rooms are sample rooms where they keep all of the like chemical compounds and everything when there aren't people working in the labs. Mm. We might want to go into a sample room and find out what uh what what is the black what's stuff? the black stuff yeah do we see like a map of the facility with this computer i don't think so i don't think that's uh for safety concerns because they have all of these different mm -hmm. the, this is a you're able to find out the specifics about this hallway gotcha because that's kind of one clearance level this is yeah this is all the research and development stuff you gotcha. do find um notes about research that was being done in this specific lab okay um that is uh research on how various chemicals are capable of breaking down organic matter okay that is disturbing yep uh should we go to a sample room then i mean we at least try see if it's my hacking's been so amazing yeah like i said we could try yep all right try sample room one all right i'm gonna give you an extra die um because of what you were able to find out on that computer. Okay. Good. <laughs> Nine dice, no successes. Would you like to push yourself? Yeah, I'm going to push. I feel, I feel like upset is the only condition yep. you could be. <laughs> yep. No successes at all. But eighteen dice, not one well, six. Seventeen. But... No, eighteen. Right. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah. How do you get seventeen from two rolls of the same number of dice? Because you get minus one when you take the condition. Oh, after, but that's after the fact, right? It's after I think it's fact. after the fact. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, that's a. Uh, I, I could see. I was like, Spike, you're better at math than that. There's, <laughs> there's no number of dice I can roll twice that gets me to seventeen. <laughs> So you should, I mean, you should have had three successes. Should have. So you try to hack into sample room one. Um, should I push them out of the way and show boop, them boop, how to do boop, it? Beep. And uh, How sturdy are these doors? Are they like normal just office doors, or are they like high-tech sliding? They're like, high-tech sliding doors. Like multi-tool pick So doors. I'm probably not kicking the door down. You could certainly try. Uh, however, before that happens, an alarm starts to go off. Because, of course, it does. Oh, balls. Let's move. What did you do, Cochran? I did what I was supposed to do. It just didn't work. Maybe I needed 20 megs of RAM. <laughs> Dude, 20 megs of RAM is a shitload for 1987. Yeah, this 1987. <laughs> this 1987 has Rubits. I remember my first computer, I, the first computer we ever owned was a 386, and it mm. was the 90s, and I was pissed because it had 512 kilobytes of RAM, mm. and all the games I wanted to play required 640. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a shame. So what are y'all going to do now that the alarm's <laughs> just, going off? Just, just fuck right your off. anecdote, Spike. <laughs> just walking all over your childhood trauma. <laughs> yep. Gonna run down the hallway and sneak down the stairs, I assume. Uh, yeah, I guess we should we should run down the hallway. Yeah. All right. So you run down to the hallway to the T intersection. Poke around. Look carefully. You carefully look uh, to your left and to your right. 
feel like we do like the Scooby Doo around the corner, just three heads uh-huh. in a row. <laughs> um, you see that uh, both the left and the right side go down about twenty feet, and then end in a door with a key fob. We gotta oh, get, good. We got to get our hands on one of those key fobs. Yep. I tried real hard the last time with my two ah, successes on it. Gonna try to hack one of the doors. <laughs> uh, left or right? Left. All right, give me a hacking roll. You've got to be freaking kidding me! Do you want new dice? Got one! (laughs) (laughs) We do, uh, yeah, so uh, I assume I'm minus one plus one at that point from what we learned. Have I unlearned what I learned? No, but that was for specifically uh, the past, the back, the hallway you're leaving. Okay. Well, um, uh, but I'll still give you the one success. I got, I got one. I'll say that's enough. Okay. <laughs> He'll take pity upon you. Yep. So you are able to hack the fob and, uh, you guys push through the door and then the hall continues down maybe about another 40 or 50 feet. There are no doorways in this part. And then it hangs a left. Well, we keep going. As, as you hang the left. Uh, this hallway goes down a little ways and then opens up into a room. Um, and you see kind of, you, from here you can see kind of the first part of the room, which looks like, through all of your uh, sci-fi love, Cochrane, mm-hmm. you recognize it immediately as a decontamination chamber. Oh, sure. Um, and then beyond that, it looks like there's a set of doors that lead into another room. And there are windows in those doors, but you can't see through them. You're far enough back. I suppose we should go through the decontamination chamber. Now, are there suits for us to put on? Yeah, are there suits for us to put on? When you get into the chamber, there are kind of on the left and right, there are lockers um, that have suits hanging in them. Key cards. Um, there are no key cards. Damn. There are kind of spray nozzles. Mm-hmm. Set up, pointing down that look like you, if you need to be decontaminated, you stand there and it sprays yeah. you down with some kind of uh, liquid. And now you can see through the double doors and you see uh, the room from the monitor. There are 15 or so children all standing at attention with those black eyes staring kind of nebulously into the distance. And there are a group of scientists examining them, taking readings, taking, taking their temperature, taking their blood pressure, um, drawing blood. Mm-hmm. I will say that there is a computer console in this room, too. All right. I, then I'm going to try to hack that. All right. After. Give me Because, yeah, this, um, this, 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 this plan has, or the hack everything plan has gone so well for us. Well, um, can we put on the ca- decamera? I mean, what's the, the, what's the other option here? Can we and put on the suits? The law first? of large numbers says you got to get one right. <laughs> Can I put on the suits so we at least look like we're supposed to be here? Sure. I, yeah, because I do that. We all do that. Yeah. Being 13 years old, we won't stand out at all. Nope, not at all. I got a success out of seven dice. All right. So, yep. This is probably going to take multiple phases. Uh-huh. So, you're able to break into the computer. Okay. And by that means by that he means you took the top off the case. Yep. <laughs> you the files are inside the computer. Um 
but literally they are. You got to like unlock it and pull the folder. That down. was actually a Zoolander. Reference. I know it was a Zoolander. Yeah. Well, that's that's what they thought. A Zoolander. Just I saying. know. Yes. Blue Steel. <laughs> I got it. It's funny. <laughs> it's a school for ants. <laughs> so you find uh, that there is a way to like. This is the main decontamination chamber, but just in case there are, is also like a protocol to run decontamination in the main chamber as mm. well. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like there are some research files already kind of populating this computer. So what I'd like to do is copy all the research files over to my computer. Okay. And then run the decontamination protocol in the other room. All right. I'm going to ask you, I will let you copy the files over. That's, you can just do that. Right. Um, but to activate the decontamination chamber in the other room, that's going to take a uh, hack roll. That's going to be a little bit harder. Do you want to give them a lead? So I've give been them an extra saving dice? my sixes. <laughs> oh, yeah. A spike could do a leadership. Right. Yeah. I'll give him an extra dice. Uh, I'll give him a rousing. Actually, here's <laughs> what I'm going to do. do. I'm going to take him into the, I'm going to take him into the decontamination room. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give him a cigarette to try to calm <laughs> his upset condition and cure him of his upset okay. condition. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> like uh, like shoulder massage. You got this, champ. <laughs> Breathe deep. I like that it's uh, like his first cigarette is supposed to calm him down. <laughs> Quiet with it's, your logic. it's 80s logic. It's fine. <laughs> child. Yep. Now enjoy the, sm the smooth marble menthol. <laughs> enjoy this burning smoke in your lungs for the first time in your life. Nope. Nope. You want to push yourself? No, because I just rolled no sixes on nine dice. Right. And that's... <laughs> Where's that? Where's that's that gonna, law of that, large numbers? That's now? Gonna, if I fail again, I'll end up with two conditions, and I just no. All right. So how does uh, Cochrane? How how does your I feel I feel relationship... like he takes a drag and then pukes. And then... Yeah, I, I I feel very much like he's trying to sabotage this whole thing. All right. Um, I'm give him a bottle of whiskey and be like, here. <laughs> so give me that roll. Wow, I put seven dice in leadership and have not succeeded. Failed. I've not succeeded on a single leadership roll. Yeah, I mean, I've been having crap luck with my. You've at least gotten successes. Some successes not enough. Right, like, yeah. no, would, absolutely not. Would you like? Yeah, to I'm gonna push. Push or use a luck point. I know I have no more luck points. Can I give luck points? Nope. I'm also out of luck points. Uh, two successes. All right. Oh, thank you. Babe. That Jesus. is enough. <laughs> so you run the decontamination protocol uh -huh. for the room, and it, like, lights up red, and this, like, awful siren um, begins to blare in there, saying, decontamination in three, two, one. And then this mist of... I was going to say fire. Liquid <laughs> uh, pours out um, from spouts all around the room. Um, oh, shit. Is this going to be stuff that liquefies humans? I guess you'll find out. 
The guess we'll find out. That that would be an appropriate way for this adventure to end. Really. Scientists us failing at something miserably and then getting liquefied. Yep. <laughs> the, uh, scientists um, immediately start to kind of freak out and run to the edge of the room where the decontamination spray might miss them. Mm. And you see like bursts of it hit them, and their skin kind of starts to like turn red and welt. And kind did of you, burn a little bit. Did you read what it does to people? It decontaminates. I think it's a defoliant. The uh, the Ex- children exfoliant <laughs> all kind no, of collapse it says defoliant <laughs> to their hands and knees and begin to vomit. And as they vomit, they're just vomiting up this thick black viscous fluid into puddles on the ground, just heaving over and over again as an unnatural amount of this liquid pours forth from them. How much would be a natural amount? <laughs> I mean, the amount that you think a, a, a human stomach, stomach, could, a hold. Human stomach could hold. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's way more than that. Okay. Uh, just vomiting and vomiting and vomiting. And you see... As these large pools of the black liquid uh, begin to spread across the floor, you see what almost looks like human fingers reaching up out of them, and you see screaming faces appear in them, and you see, Cochrane, you particularly notice Victoria and are paying attention, in the face that's like screaming up from this pool of liquid in front of her looks almost like her brother. Okay. And it's reaching, like trying to break the viscosity of this liquid to escape, but it can't. And the kids are all weeping and vomiting and the scientists, their flesh is kind of burning and sizzling. The guards have collapsed around the room and are, Choking on what seems like an acidic sort of spray that has filled the room. What are y'all gonna do? Make quick feet. I don't open the door and get the well. No, wait for the decontamination process to finish. Well, maybe open the door and stand behind it, right? Like so, like open the door, stand behind it, and then like shout for our friends to come out. All right. Um, run, run, you dumb motherfuckers. Get out. <laughs> How do you want to... So this door is currently sealed uh, as the decontamination protocol I think runs. we should probably <laughs> hack it. Uh, you could hack it. These look like... I feel like I should make a leadership role. For this. <laughs> two doors, so you think like you might be able to like... Can I tinker it open, please? Force one open or tinker, however you guys want to try. We should probably all try to do our thing. <laughs> thing. All right. Yeah. I'll, try to, I'll try to force it. All right, everyone give me the appropriate role then. Uh, two successes. Two successes. <laughs> two successes. All right, with six successes <laughs> between the three of you, uh, you are able to did save it till the end. Get the door open. You th- kind of pull the doors open and hide behind them. The sounds and smells that are emanating from this room, not gracious. <laughs> I had terrible. a contamination There's suit on, so melting Nothing. hair and flesh from the guards. I mean, luckily, Cochran already threw up all of his food. 
um, in, there into is my uh, my suit <laughs> in your hazmat suit. Yeah, there is that smell that you smelled in the chamber. Just all of these smells. Uh, it's not great. Um, but you yell for your friends um, to come forth. <laughs> come forth, me hearties! <laughs> come, come hither, compatriots, <laughs> friends, Romans, countrymen. <laughs> Get the hell out of there! <laughs> Give me. Uh, oh no! Geez, Someone give me a leadership roll. Die is like near. Oh well, our our successful leader should do that. A leadership roll, you say? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Can what I help with my two? What percent of these uh, these children are going to die? Are going to escape this room unharmed? Oh, I see at least one, two successes. Huzzah! How many children did you just kill, Blaine? <laughs> uh, with two successes, you get a good amount of them out. We're going to say 12 of the 15. Is Victoria one of them? No. That is exactly what we're going to figure out. Um, Cochran, make a hack roll. <laughs> since a good percentage of them made it out, uh -huh. I'm going to roll two dice. Okay. I'm going to have you call odds or evens. Okay. And if at least one of the dice is what you call, okay. Victoria made it out. Okay. I say evens. Both. Wow. One and a three. <laughs> wow. Okay. So neither. <laughs> so parading forth from the room are all of these kids. They're running out. They're screaming. They're crying. They have this weird, awful black mm -hmm. ichor running down their faces. And eventually they stop coming through the door and there is a pause. And there are only 13 of the 15. Mm -hmm. Or 12 of the 15 that make it out. Mm -hmm. Cochrane. Victoria uh, is not one of them. What, what is she doing? What's she, what she doing inside? You look in and she is just like curled up in a fetal position, mm -hmm. uh, weeping, and she's just covered in this black ichor. So, and you notice now the black ichor was protecting them. Like the right. first phase mm -hmm. of right. decontamination was them hurling this up, but it is. No longer protecting them. Yep. And so, you see it sizzling starting to yeah, kill sure. their face. Yeah, I know so, exactly. okay, what you're saying is there's three of us and there's three kids left in this room. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, immediately <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Are there any suits well, left? Yes. They're all dead. I'm just grabbing a suit, running in, putting it over her, and pulling her out by her hands. Okay. Um, I'm going to go in and scoop up one of the other kids. I'm not dying. Fuck them. You're I'm in gonna... a suit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I go in and grab a kid. <laughs> so you run in, and Chris said for all of he spoke for all of you, and he said we're all putting on suits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so all of you are in suits. You, yeah, we established that I threw up in mine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. You run in, you throw suits over them, um, or at least you throw a suit over right. Victoria. Like we did, the other like, you care I don't, I don't put them in the suit. I just sort of toss it. Right, yeah, I throw it over like a blanket yeah. And, yeah. and then start to pull her out. And you see by the time you get there that there is some pretty serious scarring mm -hmm. to all of them, but they are still alive, and you are able to drag them out. I feel like I probably just pick mine up and carry them. Fair enough. Or those pick of, them up those and carry them. However you want to get them out. <laughs> the, 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 ex, the ex football players of us just pick ours up. And <laughs> by this point, all of the guards... You have two very portly children. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a very hot woman. <laughs> um, yeah, you got, you got Victoria. We should right. at least get the other two, two other hot chicks that we can... <laughs> it's like, oh, it's all the cheerleaders. <laughs> all of the guards and scientists now are fully dead. 
Okay. And their bones are beginning to show underneath their skin as the organic matter so... of their face has melted away. <laughs> so we should go. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, what happened here? Run. <laughs> By the time you are able to like get out of the building with this gaggle of children, the security building is on fire and there is acid raining down in one of the security labs. The guards aren't really at this point paying much attention to you. Mm -hmm. There is enough chaos that you can to the pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, load everyone in the back of the pickup and let's go. All right. I think that's probably a good place to uh to finish up. Great. We see you uh riding down the road in a f in a old flatbed <laughs> Ford full uh -huh. of children <laughs> few of which have been I've, I've, I'm in the back with the terribly. helmet off of my decontamination uh -huh. suit smoking a cigarette. And I'm just gently stroking Victoria's hair. Um, Some of it comes creepy. off in your yeah, hand. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. wait, wait, yeah. hair? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, he takes the hair and balls it up and puts it in his pocket. a thousand-yard stare as, uh, as I've seen the, the woman of my dreams mangled by... Finally, by, by your, by your, your own and actions. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. This episode starred Blaine Martin, Chris Tosheda, Chris Sumsky, and Joshua Wise, as well as music by Soft and Furious. Apom Plays is produced by Chris Sumsky and Joshua Wise. This episode was edited by Joshua Wise. Head on over to allportsopen.com for more episodes of Apom Plays, including our West End games, Star Wars Adventure, and our Alien RPG Adventure, also by Free League. Thank you.